TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. Liz. Look at this. Go on, same. Most people do. on the outside. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, SotoCast. My name is Dave, and I will be the Time Lord with you this evening. And with me, as always, is... Andy. Who is... Say what? The Companion. Yes, that's right. Um, so today was the sixth episode of the ninth series of Doctor Who, entitled Woman Who Lived, which is the second part in yet another two-parter of Doctor Who this season. But is it really? <laughs> I know, when I was watching, it did not feel like a two-parter. What it felt like is, you know, when a you're sequel. watching... Uh, not not even a sequel. When, when you're watching the show and... A guest, a special guest appearance shows up, you know, next season. You know, like, say, like River, you know, where she would just randomly pop up. And then you would remember their story last time. Right. That's what it felt like, except immediately after the last episode. Well, that, that's sort of like, um, uh, A Good Man Goes to War and then Let's Kill Hitler. Two very different stories, but they're technically part one and two. And they both so this, have River. Yeah, the other ones made sense. The only thing that felt like a two-parter in these two episodes was the title. Right. Because, you know, it's the girl who died and the woman who lived. Yay, cool titles. Um, other than that, they re- could they couldn't be even less connected, really, other than Maisie Williams. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, let's talk some announcements. Um, today, I believe it was just today that we realized that the one-off special of Sherlock is going to be on January 1st of 2016. Which is weird, because everybody thought it was going to be a Christmas special. Yeah, uh, but it's not a Christmas special, apparently. So if it's, it's not, if it's not going to be a Christmas special, why'd they have to wait? I mean, maybe I get, maybe it's going to be so like... So you don't show. have to mesh with Doctor Who the same day, maybe? Well, no, I'm saying maybe maybe it's... Maybe they waited because maybe it's supposed to be like a winter special or something. But they, they finished editing the episode, like, in, like, I think it was like For- April or May or something, yeah. Forever ago. If you haven't, aren't really aware, the one-off special is not canon to the original series. I wouldn't imagine it is anyways it takes place in the past at like the old sherlockian days it just has the same actors really um it does basically it's just basically what would happen if we did an old style sherlock with the with the actual same actors as right and it could be completely different um it does have a title it i'm not even sure if it's referring to an uh Sherlock Holmes story or not, but it's called The Abominable Wife, I believe. But I have... I don't know. I've, I've never... That doesn't sound familiar at all. Then again, we're but, like, normally... Huge, uh, <laughs> right, I'm not Doyle a... Fan. No, I'm not a huge fan of... I never really read the stories, but 
a lot of them do ring a bell because there's been a thousand reincarnations of these stories in different versions. But Sherlock has a way of splitting stories up and combining them and things like that. Well, usually on Sherlock, yeah, they kind of combine a couple different stories together and, uh, and the titles usually reflect that somewhat. But, yeah, I don't know. But would they really... I almost want to say they're creating a new story just for the one-off special, because um, I feel like they want to save the classics for the actual show. Yeah, I don't think it would be anything like huge, even if. But there's a lot of Conan Doyle stories that they could take from that maybe one that they weren't wouldn't have ever done on the regular show, but maybe one that works better in old times, you know. All right. Yeah. So that's what we have to look forward to. Mark it on your calendars. I don't know if we'll be making a podcast on that because it's just one thing. Uh, yeah, it's probably might. like an hour. <laughs> I don't know. An hour and a half. It's I all, guess yeah, the, Sherlock the show's always, always an hour and a half. half. Yeah, so but it's probably an hour and a half. Because it's a special, it could be longer, but we'll see. I doubt it. But without further ado, let's talk about The Woman Who Lived, the, ni- uh, the sixth episode of the ninth season. Alright, so when this episode starts off, we kind of realize what era we're in, which is, I don't know, this kind of looks like England, uh, I don't know, it's still a long time ago. 1651. Um, oh, you got the year in there? Okay. Yep. I didn't catch it. Um, yeah, they said it was the 1600s, and uh, apparently a shielder, which is not what she's calling herself it's, anymore. But it's not her name anymore. For eight, yeah, Maisie Williams has been there for 800 years, I guess. Yeah, 800. She's, she's 800 now, and uh, she's getting there. She's getting almost to the year of Yoda, um, but uh, she does not look like Yoda. So uh, I was wondering if way back when Yoda looked like a human. Uh, <laughs> because well, she's well, not, he, she doesn't he, age. Uh, he makes the joke, you know, when 800 or 900 years you become, you're the one to talk. <laughs> right. No, um, well, she does not age, but she is 800 or so. But when the episode starts off, uh, you got this horse and carriage uh, kind of riding along. They got a treasure in the back, and this masked person comes up to rob them and obviously at this point I'm like that's Maisie Williams why does she have a man's voice you recognized her I didn't oh I didn't right rec- away I, I re- knew that was her yeah I didn't recognize her right away because I'm here as soon as I start the episode I'm like all right she's gonna be in this episode where is she and it's obviously her in the beginning there I can I I mean I've seen so much Game of Thrones and I, I just I know her <laughs> so like and not only that but in Game of Thrones, she's known to play a character that kind of acts like a guy as well. Yeah. So. Uh, well, see, when I the voice, yeah. the, the voice fooled me. I I didn't even pay attention to what what she looked like because of. But the of voice. course, she has a man's voice just because she's had 800 years to uh, play around with her vocal cords, and apparently, you can completely change your voice. <laughs> She said that you can uh, master anything with, what was that, 100,000 hours 100,000 hours. How long is that? 100,000 hours of practice, she's got a man's voice. I don't know. Apparently she did the same thing as 
Oliver Queen in the Arrow because he's deep in his voice as well. So, <laughs> but no, he's got a voice changer. She actually changed her voice literally. But you know, at this not at this point yet, but she is a different person. Um, a hundred years after all. Mm-hmm. But in the same time period, uh, there's a couple of things that you notice. You see a couple of glowing eyes in the distance, and you're not entirely sure what that is. You find out later. Um, but that's also when the doctor shows up. He's also there to steal this treasure, whatever it is in this treasure box. Some they kind both of want amulet. It. The amulet of fortune, or misfortune, more like. Uh, <laughs> but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Just a just a wee bit. Well, no, she mentions the man, the the amulet. Oh, she like, just right talks then. about it a little bit. Yeah. But we're not entirely sure why either of them want it at this point, do we? Do we know why the doctor wants it? No. Do we ever learn why the doctor wants it? He he might just be interested in it. I don't know. <laughs> oh look, <laughs> an amulet. My guess is I've I was a doctor. I want it to keep away from people. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, just to be in his, you know. His vault. I don't know, lock and key vault. Um, basically what, bad basically away. what Torchwood would have done. <laughs> right, and Torchwood was referenced in the episode. Well, not completely. Sort of. Sort of, not really, but kind of. Um, but the Doctor runs into Maisie Williams. Uh, of course, he doesn't even recognize her because she's got man's voice going on. But the amulet runs off because... The two were bickering over and over and over and over again because they couldn't decide who gets the treasure. What is so that? These... The do- I thought the didn't. I thought the doctor didn't like banter. Oh well, <laughs> well maybe he does like banter because he sure acts like it. <laughs> he banter's quite a bit. Uh, anyways, uh, and then it goes into the actual theme song once again, uh, and we learn that the episode is written by a Catherine. Trigana, Trigena, Trigena, not really sure. Yeah. Another name that does not ring a bell to me. Which is different from the previous episode too. Yeah, it's not written by the same person. Not so again. It's basically not the same story. Which is okay because the character of she's worked on Torchwood. Okay. Yeah, Uh, Shielder is not the same character, so it's okay to have a different writer for the episode. Yeah, it's probably even better. So you can definitely yeah, get that's true. a different feel. But no, I do not recognize this name. I was looking at it in a split second. I thought it said Catherine Tate, uh, <laughs> but it's too long of a last name. Okay, so we learned that uh, this this girl she's not just different. She basically doesn't care about life at all. Well, people in general. Yeah, she doesn't have a whole lot of feelings. She she even claims that she doesn't remember her life as a shielder, which is quite possible. We don't have the best brains for memory, and after right, I liked I liked that concept that she said you know she's got immortality, but her brain didn't change at all, so she's only got you know so much room for memories. Right, and I thought that was a cool idea, but then if you think about it. Captain Jack was exactly the same. How, well, how long has Captain Jack been around? He lived for like probably like twenty five hundred years <laughs> at least. Twenty five hundred years? That, at, isn't that at, longer than the Doctor? At the end of Torchwood, yeah, I think it was probably close to twenty five hundred years. 
Maybe not quite that much, but it's more. It's it's at least two thousand at bare minimum. I thought the doctor is somewhere around fifteen hundred. No, the doctor is over two thousand too. Okay, so the doctor's already reached that goal. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what is the same age as Captain Jack? <laughs> it could be pretty close, yeah. But he's uh, he's basically just hanging out with her. She's talking about all these journals that she's kept. She owns a mansion like this castle type thing. Just because she's been around forever, I guess she's just kind of bundled up money as she went. Got herself a castle, which keeps all her journals in. Um, and the doctor goes into her journal room, I guess you can call it, and sees that some of the journals, the pages have been ripped out just because she doesn't care to remember bad memories. She knows at some point she'll eventually forget. Yeah, that's fine with her. She's got a butler there, too. Really old guy. Basically, it's completely dying. But throughout this time, she's ta- telling the doctor of her own travels, her own adventures. You know, she overcame the black, you know, death, uh, and I guess she created a group for lepers or something like that, uh, foundation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she's done a whole lot of different things, and, yeah, that's basically it. She's a time traveler moving really slowly through the times. Yeah. That's basically her entire process here. But you also notice she leaves the castle and she kind of goes into the wooded area and she talks to this thing with this these glowing yellow eyes and apparently they're in cahoots for whatever it is. They got this secret plan brewing. They want this amulet once again. And apparently this, this thing looks like a lion. Yeah, this thing's a cowardly lion. Um... <laughs> I'm thinking it's Wizard of Oz. I don't know what's going on because they're gonna go, they're gonna jump into a vortex and go into the Wizard of Oz or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but no, uh, they they have a secret plan. They want the amulet, but they won't tell the Doctor why. But at the same time, you know that she kind of wants to go on adventures with the Doctor as well. Which is what I, ca- I kind of led to that in the last episode. I said, you know, she's. She's kind of, you know, lived her life, and she's kind of, she's going to be bored with Earth, and she wants to move on. That's what it sounds like. Oh, yeah, she just, she does not like where she is right now. It's not her thing. She's over it, you know? She's, uh, has a phase, and she's ready to move on. But the doctor's not going to let her for some reason. He's just, he's, he completely says no to that idea. He's got one companion he's good with that already. Uh, you know, whatever. Well, he's got a better best. reason than that. Oh, he's got better reason than that, yes. They decide to go out for the amulet together. She's got her Robin Hood mask, and she I guess she stops using her voice changer altogether. She just... Yeah, really. She plays the... She, just, she gives up on that. She, she calls herself the Nightmare, or people call she, her she, the Nightmare. Yeah, she's the Nightmare, and obviously he's the Doctor, but she considers him her sidekick because she's the big man she's whatever you know right. she's got her uh robin hood mask on and she says you need to wear one too and he says i got that covered he pulls out his oh sunglasses there. <laughs> they're back what the heck they're back <laughs> they were broken and then now they're not that's the ridiculous and now I, I i'm a little disappointed <laughs> yeah really i was hoping for a new sonic screwdriver or something and not only that, but he's wearing these uh, sunglasses in pitch black. Yeah. <laughs> pitch black. I mean, 
we're in a time period where there aren't any street lights or anything. You can only go off of moonlight and candle fire, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. That's really, really dark. I don't know <laughs> if you've ever, like, experienced that. Yeah. But you can't see without sunglasses. And if you put on sunglasses, you're even well, more maybe in the dark. The sun- but I guess... Maybe the sunglasses have, like, infrared on them. Yeah, they have infrared and night vision. (laughs) I guess it makes sense. They are technologically advanced Mm -hmm. and everything. During this excursion, he does ask her what happened to the other life-giving amulet he gave her in the last episode. And that's the main thing, I think, that connects this with the other episode. Well, I mean, obviously that and her. Yeah, and I I wish they dragged that story on a lot longer um, than they, they ultimately did. She, yes, she has it on her. She just says that no one's been good enough. So they go out and they find the amulet, which is called uh, the Eye of Hades. I believe. Mm-hmm. It just looks like a gem. It just kind of looks like a necklace type thing. I mean, bigger, but it's, all, it's just diamonds. It's all it looks like. But the, do- and it's what but the doctor about. recognizes it as the Eye of Hades. The Eye of Hades. Uh, apparently, did he not know what it was? Because he was awfully surprised... Well, he knew that it was going to be a powerful thing, but he didn't know exactly... I don't think he knew exactly what he was looking for. I guess. He just, because like, he just like whole saw time, a source of power, probably, on his on his little yeah, device his little, there. His little tracking thing. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Um, but it does not matter, because they found it, and they're about to leave. And then they climb up a chimney... And that in, in the chimney is a kind of little conversation that she has with him regarding Clara. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you, you still have Clara with you? You know? <laughs> uh, he's like, yeah, what's wrong with Clara? She's like, oh, I could always tell when something's slowing you down. And she's trying to convince him since she's lived forever. She knows when people she cares about dies. So she tells him, you know, you know, she's, she's going to die. She's going to, you know, blow up in smoke. How um, many Claras have you lost? Yeah, it, which, it, which, by the way, the doctor should have said, about. "None, nobody has, nobody is Clara." You know, <laughs> no, nobody is Clara. <laughs> However, he did go through quite a bit of Claras <laughs> earlier <true>. on. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> there were several of her, so that's there. There's actually an answer to that. <laughs> so, but I'm sure he didn't want to go through and count them out. They head out, um, and they're stopped by, I guess, another robber, burglar, or something like that. The Nightmare, slash me is her other name. Uh, Lady slash me. Lady me, I guess, and everything. She's still acting like a man, but she still has a girlish voice. So, like uh, Mulan. <laughs> like Mulan, exactly like Mulan. You know, it, it's explained away more so in Game of Thrones when she's trying to act like a boy because she has a young, you know, look about her. Mm-hmm. So she can play off a boy. Like a young boy, yeah. Right. And this, though, she's acting like, you know, a young lady more so. So a young man wouldn't still have a boy's voice. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, David. (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't know what that was. Uh, But you can see when you look at her, I'm like, I don't see how anybody would mistake her for a guy. She's 
still looks like a girl. Well, they just assume she's a guy because of the way she's acting, oh. probably. They assume she's uh, a boy because she's got a gun. <laughs> right. Um, and she's not in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> I'm sure that would confuse some menly men out there. Right. Alright, so, anyways, they kind of fight them off, and those, I, people, I guess those people were arrested, I guess? Because mm -hmm. the next time you see them, they're off, which, where else, you know? Uh, about to get hung, but we're not there yet. This is kind of the scene, I think, when we learn that uh, Lady Me here is actually a little bit evil. Not so much evil, just out for herself, you know? And yeah. She doesn't really care that much, so... Well, we already knew she didn't care too much. Right, we already knew she didn't care too much, but that also introduced the possibility that she is actually a little evil. Even I wouldn't, though I wouldn't she say evil, but a little villainish. Yeah, villainish. Yeah, because she's teaming up with uh, the cowardly lion here, mm -hmm. which uh, the doctor finally meets. And uh, he's basically just telling the cowardly lion that if, you know, if he's going on to plan to like do something bad... And uh, to this world, that he should just kill the doctor because that's his best chance at surviving. Uh, the lion just kind of laughs that off. He just says, you know, killing you is not in my plan. Though, when I think about it myself, why not, right? Because their whole plan is to actually kill somebody. Well, no, he said you're not of this planet. Oh, it has to be somebody from of this planet. Yeah, I think that was the idea. Okay, their basic plan is they have to kill somebody, and to and after they kill somebody, they can take their life force to open up a portal to Oz, to his planet. or something, to his planet, and he's apparently supposedly the the last survivor, kind of like the Doctor of his own planet, and he or narrowly so he escaped, says. or so he says. Uh, you can't trust everybody on what they say because they're probably lying. As Dr. House not to say. say, Not to say that this lion here is so totally not trustworthy because he totally is. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll give you a hint. He's, he, he lying. He lying. He lying. Ah, 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 ah. I, I just realized that right there, but they were going to kill the butler, but they didn't get a chance to, unfortunately. I thought that would be interesting. No, because a couple of cops from their era show up. They're looking for the nightmare. Um, and obviously she's like, Oh, I have not seen this nightmare here, but here's his sidekick. Did we get disconnected? Yep. Alright, what's the last thing you heard me say? I don't remember. <laughs> She was saying that she hasn't seen the nightmare, but here's his sidekick, uh, the doctor. And I don't really remember what happens after that because the doctor gets away. And they go off to the middle of town where that burglar from earlier is about to get hung. So Lady Me, she walks up to him, gives him a smooch for no apparent reason. Um, oh, the doctor gets away because he, he says that he can pay off the... Uh People oh, that yeah, are looking yeah, for a reward. Because they, they said the doctor's worth this giant reward of 20 pounds. He's like, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> and who says that the doctor's worth 20 pounds? I guess that's a reward. I, I guess so. Um, I, didn't under, I didn't realize that 
they already had a reward for him already because he's been there for like 10 minutes. <laughs> because he was the but sidekick okay. of the uh, nightmare. I, I suppose. Alright, anyways, they're about to hang this guy and he and the doctors just start talking puns like back and <laughs> forth. It, it just gets the crowd riled up and everything. And uh, he manages, the doctor manages to wave this guy from dying. He, uh, he fools everybody into not killing the guy by hanging him. But Lady Me decides they still need to have somebody die. So she busts out the eye of Hades, Hades mm-hmm. and just connects it to his shirt, kind of like he's Iron Man, you know. And that sinks into him and it, it kills him. And this, just like before, like what we were learning, the life force starts to open up a portal in the sky. And uh, that's when we learn that this is uh, not an exit. Like, you can't escape through this portal. Only they can enter, yeah, yeah. and it reminds me of... First of all, how would you? It's way up in the sky. It's way up there. <laughs> I don't know if they thought that the light, light beam was an elevator. But also... The uh, it reminded me of Avengers, you know the uh, the yeah big, yeah a little bit the big portal that they opened up for the aliens to come forth. It was like that, so I you know I have expecting again Iron Man to show up and uh, <laughs> go through that portal, close it, and then fall the way down. Spoilers. I was just creatively writing a possibility of what could happen, but no, this is not in the world of the Avengers. This is in the world of. Doctor Who. So, these aliens come forth and just start attacking people. The cowardly lion just, like, breathes fire and starts killing people. We learn that he's not the only survivor of this alien planet. There's a bunch of destructions going on, and Lady Me, she's starting to uh, feel a little bad for this whole plan that she had. Suddenly she has a conscience. She has a conscience because she cannot leave... Her current ordeal. So she asked the doctor, what can we do now? How can we save the world? Um, So the doctor answers, well, this is all based on the death of this guy. How do we reverse that? Oh, yeah, the uh, amulet, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. The little penchant that she got to save her life, she gave to the dead guy. So that could save his life. I think that was a complete waste, personally. <laughs> um, I think the doctor could have figured something out. Um, Use sonic sunglasses. Yeah, of course, because that does everything, anyways, right? So it lit a fire in this episode. Yeah. So yes, it it makes the guy live again in this immortal life energy, which kind of looks like Time Lord regeneration energy, hits the sky and closes up that gap, that portal, and all's well. And apparently when they do that, the Cowardly Lion just kind of, like, disappears. <laughs> he just, um, I guess his brethren decide to kill him off by, I don't know, just making him disappear. Yeah. Because that's what happens. He just... It was a cop-out moment. He just disappeared, and he was gone. Um, And then the world is saved. So then the Doctor and Lady Me, they have a heart-to-heart about why she's not allowed to travel with him. 
And uh, do you remember the main reasons why? Because they they both have lived too long, and they need like regular people to keep them grounded. Regular oh, people. They need regular people. They need real companions. So. What do they do to decide what to do? She'll let the doctor scurvy off, and then she will look after all of the people he leaves behind. Like how they left behind Clara in this episode, completely. Other than the last few minutes. <laughs> I know, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, where the heck is Clara? Yeah, you know, she's teaching her classes and everything. Of course. Um, obviously. So they decide that they're not enemies, that they're friends. But that's even worse than enemies, apparently. So, hmm. so he heads back to the TARDIS, which finally Claire shows up, and the, she wants after to. After the doctor gets some time with his guitar. Oh, of course. Uh, what is up with the freaking guitar? <laughs> Too much of this guitar thing. It's that's a, um, a Peter Capaldi thing. It's a Peter Capaldi. Oh, yeah, okay. Of course, I guess they did the same thing in house when he played the piano, but. That wasn't, like, every episode. <laughs> right. So, I don't know what they're doing. Um, Clara just wants to show the doctor a selfie she had with one of her students. Uh, because... I, thought, I thought the student was going to be a shielder lady me. Uh, no, I didn't think of that, no. Um, it was somebody that knew the doctor, I guess, uh, or he helped do something with, I don't know. So she wanted to thank him by showing him a selfie. Um, so the doctor looks at the selfie, and lo and behold, a shielder is in the photo, in the background, smirking, um, because she knows the doctor's gonna look at this photo at some point, and says, hey, I'm still looking after the people you leave behind. Is she gonna still have the same name? <laughs> me? Or yeah, me. a shielder? Or, well, like, Na me. like, Nancy or something? It's going to be something else, I think. <laughs> well, are we ever going to see her again? Well, they, they kind of suggest that we will. I think so. Oh, yeah, in that scene where he's talking to her about the heart-to-heart -heart and why she can't come with him, we also learn that uh, that he has traveled with an immortal before, Jack Harkness. Well, yeah, you got Jack, Har Jack Harkness, and, I mean, you can sort of say, uh, what was her name? Uh, Romana was uh, another Time Lord companion he had in the old, old series as well. Romana. Yeah. Romanian. Um, so, that's basically how the episode ended. Uh, Doctor and Clara, they went off to another adventure. Um, but if you notice in this episode, there's a lot of references to... Uh, Actually, this whole season, to Clara, um, basically, you know, the Doctor's worried about how she's acting. That's how it's been uh, for the past few episodes. Mm -hmm. um, after traveling with him so long, he's basically, well, there's only room for one, you know, Time Lord in here. Um, and that's another, you know, that's basically the same idea of why he doesn't want to bring a shielder on. Yeah, and then obviously this episode... Uh, Shielder just, I guess, just doesn't like Claire at all, but she's also saying that she's going to die. 
Something's gonna happen. Well, no, she's saying she's um, gonna die because eventually everybody dies. I think that was eventually the everybody that. dies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole season has been kind of focusing on that, so um, that should be interesting there. Um, but yeah, it basically shot down my theory that she'd become a uh, companion. Um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, give up on that. I don't know. But they, he did suggest that she's still going to return because when they were talking about Jack Harkness, that she'd eventually run into him. Well, I think that was a joke because Jack... It's probably a joke. <laughs> Jack Harkness gonna, likes to get with everybody, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Just get with everybody, yeah. Um, <laughs> that might be true. But then again, she if she sees like the whole world because she lives forever, you know... There's quite a possibility there, but then again, you'd have to bring. Well, Jack she should have. She, she probably has already met Jack Harkness by this time. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> um. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't know what that is, then, uh, look up Saturday Night Live. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was pretty much the episode. What did you think of it? It was good. I, liked it. I think I probably liked the last one better. I don't probably like the last one better. I definitely like the last one better. Yeah. I, I feel like this one was just okay for the most part. The coolest part was just that Maisie Williams was still there. Yeah. And that they kind of completed that circle of unanswered questions from the last episode. Uh, but for the most part, uh, I don't know. It, <laughs> it I, th- I think the episode could have been placed later, honestly. Yeah, I think they could have given a lot more time. I think it could be, another, be introduced again next like this episode could have been next season or yeah, even yeah. a season after that or whatever season uh, they changed the doctor she could still show up you know um, and then they'd have a lot more time to write a better story <laughs> <laughs> uh, no offense Catherine Tangerine or whatever your name was Regina <laughs> Tangerine <laughs> yep um well, yeah, it's okay. It's an okay episode. I kind of expected something better, though, for for that. I mean, she's basically... You're com- talking about, like, a Tuck Everlasting story here. I mean, you can die, but if you act normal all the time, you're pretty much going to live forever. Right. Um, because they were saying before, she could actually die. Yeah, she'll um, she she can die from like sickness or or just you know, um, I I think the idea is that she she doesn't age, so she can't die of natural causes. It's like you stopped the uh, what is it whatever gland it is that makes you age. So, well, it's not if you stopped gland. that, then you could you could at least live a lot longer than you normally would. No, I think she's uh, supposed to live forever, assuming she doesn't actually get killed or or get sick or something. I think that's the right. idea. As long as she stays in the shadows like she has been. 
Um, but basically, she says that if she learns, you know, becomes the master of all these different things, she can prevent herself from getting killed anyway. The master? The master? Yeah. Alright. Um, good episode. It's okay episode. I would rather see the next one, though. Um, I don't know anything about it. The next episode... Uh, I won't say the title for it. It references a uh, type of villain on Doctor Who. Okay. Um, other than that, it's... Like, that's the only kind of spoiler, you know? It's the type of villain. That's, that, yeah, I, I don't want to know then. Okay. I may see um, it before the episode because of you my... You probably will, yeah. Because of my episode um, guide program, but we'll see. Right. I'll try to avoid it. But it's another two-parter, so it's the first part and another two-parter. Um, which, my guess, it might be more of a two-parter than this one. It usually is. Um, and then after those two episodes, then we have our one-part episodes before the ninth and the tenth episode or whatever. Yep. So, our two-parters or whatever. Um, but, yep, that was the episode. Um, you, I don't know, do you have anything else to add about that? No. Me either. Um, other than that... You can follow us on so many different things. Uh, and we're not going to tell you any of them. Oh. Podomatic, WordPress, Stitcher, iTunes. Um, I guess Twitter is still automatically tweeting my stuff on the Soda Podcast WordPress, uh, which you are retweeting every time. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's, I guess the, the actual WordPress blog that you know, is for this, doesn't actually post to Twitter, so the ones you're seeing are from the old website, so you so can find us on those websites, on Doctor Who Podcast Alliance, on any third-party podcast la- launcher thing, not launcher, application, um, pretty much anything, almost everything, not everything has it, sometimes you have to add it through uh, RSS. So if you run into that, I am terribly sorry. Um, other than that, uh, we'll catch you next week on Smaller on the Outside. My name is Dave, and I was the Time Lord this evening. I'm Andy. Who is the companion. We'll catch you, you next week. Even though there pretty much was no companion in this episode. There was zero companion this episode. Well, Claire was uh, there for a second. For a second. In the in the epilogue, so yeah. <laughs> does not count. Peace out. Peace out.